This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Hi, everyone. Today's episode is about my sister and I's recent trip that we took together and um, our relationship that we learned about on the way. We don't get a chance to travel together a lot. And while we usually get along, it wasn't so easy um, at parts during the trip. And so we decided to kind of take that and peel off the layers and talk about it today. Yeah, I think it's important that we show that things aren't perfect and that we don't always get along. Today, we're debriefing about what, what was going on there. So I think even though we've spent most of our life together, Jess, I think as we've gotten older, we've changed. Everybody evolves. And as much as we talk to each other on the phone and see each other really taking a trip together, I think we got to know each other at a whole new level. And there's a lot of things maybe we didn't know so much about each other until the trip. Well, I, too, well, I think it's important to note that we went to Cooperstown and you and I were together sharing a car. No one else, you and I, boys were at camp. You and I were together eight days. Right. So this is extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. that wouldn't ever really happen where we wouldn't have any other family members, any other friends going. So we've well, never we wouldn't have like together. chosen a farm in oh, the middle no. of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. We would not have. Well, maybe we would have, but moving forward, we will never. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. So we are, um, I think one of the things that we've, we learned from this is that if we would have talked about our expectations and communicated ahead of time. So I, we both had thought, I I really think that would have been, yeah, we both had thought, I thought, so we do tournaments all the time. A tournament is an eight to 10, sometimes 12 hour day. So I really had thought that we were going to be at the baseball fields the whole time. Um, and not really realizing that you and I would have, like, there would be two hours between a game or an hour between a game. And I think we need to add, because we did talk about this in the Cooperstown podcast, but a lot of places were closed. Service was slow. And so I think that added to frustration, maybe not, but like we were late to several of the games because we ran to get a sandwich and that took an hour and a half. Yeah. And so I think all of those little things, those little kind of annoyances and things we didn't know to expect, I think, uh, created some, some irritation and some hiccups. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those where we didn't know what to expect. And I think once we even the planning piece or setting expectations, I'm almost thinking after a day or two, even kind of resetting expectations would have been good. Cause it's like, once we knew the lay of the land and once we saw how it was going to be, um, to kind of reset what we want to do, we did. The one thing we did do was at one point on day one or day two, we were like, what are the things that you want to make sure you, cause I think we were there was a lot going on. We realized that we weren't going to be able to like control everything. And so we we're like, okay, what are your must haves? Right. So we each kind of talked about what are the things we definitely wanted to make sure we did along the way. That was a really yeah. short list and we were able to do a lot more. And I think that's also where we um, came into some conflict or frustration because we had different ideas about how we would fill in those other times. And I think, um, I think it goes back to, and maybe it wasn't for you, but that Enneagram podcast was like life-changing for me taking the Enneagram personality test. And it makes me see myself through that lens all the time. And you're, when you said, I just, um, everyone, I just don't want to not, not have fun. Right. Or whatever it was when you said that, that just sticks with me and goes over in my head all the time. But like that, you know, your personality, like it said some, it said something about, um, like restriction or like being micromanaged or being really restrictive. Like you, you buck against that. 
Yes. And whereas I'm like, goal, goal, goal. What's the plan for today? What are we doing today? What's the point of today? Like I need a purpose. Right. And you're like, I want to just flow into what sounds good at that time. So, so those two personalities going on a vacation, being together 24 hours a day for eight days is not right. We're just different. There's not a right or wrong. We're just different. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, even pulling the example where like, we definitely had different definitions of like downtime or definition definitions of a lot of things, but we're different people. Um, when we went shopping with the boys on that one Friday, we went to downtown's Cooperstown. You guys were like in and out of shops. You're like, we got to do this. We got to do that. Got to do this. Got to do that. And Wes and I just like sat outside on a bench and yeah. there were just times where we're just like, we're done with this. Like we just, we don't need to do this anymore. You know, um, you guys had a, a checklist of items. Cause I was like, Wes, do you want to get a bat? He was like, ah, I don't really want that. I don't really want that. And so we just kind of like sat there. Um, which we were fine with, but it was kind of an example of, you know, I think you guys tend to be go, go, go all the time. Whereas we're like, we'll go, but then we need some like chill in time. You feel restricted and pressured and it causes anxiety to create a plan because that feels stressful because then you're going to, you know, that puts pressure on you. Would you say? Yeah. And I would say like, I don't get me wrong. Like going to London or somewhere where you've got, you want to see the Tate, you want to see Buckingham Palace, you want to go see this. You're like trying to sort out your day and what you're going to fit in, get that. And I'm fine with that. I think where we ran into some conflict was that we were more free flow because we didn't know what, how the day was going to go sometimes. And by day six or whatever it is, you were like, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, I don't know if I feel like that or if I'm going to feel like that. Like I, I get to these points where I didn't want to commit to anything. So the dinner, the biggest issue we had, the one thing that we kind of got into a heated discussion on was dinner one day where, so for me, I think also, because I've had this issue with my spouse as, as well, Jess, is sometimes when I get a lot of information thrown at me or I have like a lot of stuff that's like weighing on my mind, I shut down communication. And so I think what also happened the day that we got into an argument was we didn't have dinner plans. I was kind of talking to Deanne about it at at the baseball game. And I thought you had heard us, but we were just kind of, I didn't, she was not committing to what the dinner plans were. I was not, we were kind of like both floating the idea and seeing what was going to happen. And that ate your soul because you needed, it was, I know I'm exaggerating, but it was like, two to three hours of talking about what we're going to do. And then when I would say, what are we doing? And you were like, I don't want to be in a rush. I don't want to be in a rush. I was like, to me, making a plan would be so you wouldn't be in a rush. Like, because I think for me, and we talked about this, it compounded the issue was because places were closed. You had to have reservations days in advance, you know? So like, for me, I was trying to not be controlling and crazy, but it's like, oh, we're in a place where you can't just like roll up. I mean, if you show up, you may or may not be able to eat. It may be a two hour wait. They may be closed. We don't even know. Right. So for me, I was like, well, we could just relax if we're like, we have reservations at seven, we can totally chill versus like, I think it was causing me stress to be like, oh my gosh, we're going to like, um, you know, show, you know, show up somewhere. It's going to be like, that's going to be closed. We're going to drive here. You know how that happened several times. And so, Oh yes, that uh, is true. You were like you, cause you did say something like, 
I, I'm not going to eat at 8.30. And I was like, we're not eating at 30. It's closing at 8.30. So we know we have to get there before then. Um, I think that I wasn't talking a lot. And I think when one person doesn't talk a lot and it's a triggering situation, the other person fills in the narrative with stuff. And so I didn't know that you were like panicked about, you know, the eating thing. Um, in, in terms of like, you know, us going out to dinner and all that. Yeah. I felt um, like it to me, it would reduce stress to have a plan and to you, it adds stress to have a plan. We're going to sum it all up. I mean, would you say in that, in those situations, like making a plan would have caused you stress? It would have, because plan I think, I think that I wanted to have flexibility to I'm opportunistic in my planning, right? So like you would have probably been like, let's just make a reservation here and just go with it. And I would be like, but now like my friend Deanne said we could go to, she wanted to go to this restaurant. So I want to go there. Like, how would you have right. done that? You would be like, nope, we're going here. We made the reservation. Or would you have been like, okay, yeah, we can change yeah, the plan. I been like, fuck you, Deanne and your reservation. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously I, I am flexible. I think it was day six of everything being out of my control. I didn't yeah. know anybody there. Yeah. Um, we I agree. Um, I didn't know any that was really hard. There. We hopped on this plan with Dominic joining West, your son's baseball team. It was all your friends. You are were like, whether you call yourself this They're or not, not all my I friends. Call you. What? what? They're not all my friends. But I would Only call some of them. you the team manager, whether you yeah. say that or not. You, yeah. Your role yes. was a team manager. So you knew yeah. everything that was happening, you knew the times, you knew what to expect, you knew the dates. And we like jumped on last minute. Um, and so I felt, I think I felt very out of the loop. And like you said, you weren't communicating. Um, and so I felt very out of the loop. And I think on that last day or whatever, that day that we had out was because you were planning on getting the boys. Um, and so I, you were making plans with, with the boys and not talking to his mom. Right. And so I was just like, oh my God, like what is happening that like, I'm so out of the loop that like my son's being picked up by this person and there are these plans for dinner. And I remember I had just said, well, what time? And then you were like, we don't know. So it was like, I was like, there were like such loose plans that it was just, you know, caused me to, to go bonkers. But I think like, um, it, it's just, if we would have communicated beforehand. And I think the other thing that you talked about, cause what were you saying? Like annoyed, I was doing and saying things that were annoying to you and you were doing and saying things that hurt my feelings. And I think when I look at, um, the four agreements, one of my all time favorite books, and he says, don't take it personally. I was working all the way up until that to not take anything you were saying personally, because I knew that was my emotional garbage. And because I'm hypersensitive to the people in my family of origin. So anybody else could say a whole bunch of things, but if you say it, that would hurt my mm. feelings. Right. So like if someone said, Oh my gosh, Jess, like, um, do you have highlights on your hair? Right. But if you would say it, I would be like, why is she judging me or whatever? I mean, I know that's like a dumb example, but I just think like uh, you're my older sister. Um, there's a lot of emotional baggage there. And so I think I was doing the work and I was really proud of myself. Like this isn't about, um, that's about her and not me, or that's my stuff. And like working through that the whole time. And so that was a layer of it. Right. And then you add into it. I had no control. You add into it. I didn't know anybody you add into it. Right. We were very isolated. 
Um, and so I really kind of felt um, really out of my element, really out of my element and was uncomfortable. Yeah, well, and I think we didn't, so I think we had a vision of what the trip was gonna be. We got there, it was a lot more baseball than we, or a lot less baseball when we realized, we didn't realize the kids were like, didn't want anything to do with us. We're just gonna be with our team the whole time. And so we had a lot more time to do things. And then we were on the same page for the first couple of days in terms of what we wanted to do. But again, then we kind of like started to digress a bit. And um, because there wasn't a lot of opportunities for you to be in charge, because I was the one driving the car and it was my people, I think it made it a lot harder, you know? And so I think the next time, oh, and also one of the other things that I learned about uh, my sister was that her um, extreme fear of flying insects and <laughs> It really started at a younger age when she got stung by a bee in the eyeball when you were like, we were like four or five. I remember I've been that stung whole by thing. a lot. I well, that was the one I remember because you looked like and the I guy never, from Goonies. I want to put on the record, I never liked June bugs. <laughs> Those are some weird June bugs. But when we went hiking and, you know, the first couple minutes, you were like, there's a bug that keeps flying in my ear. And I was like, there's no bugs flying in my ear. And we had just like, we also, I think, sprayed ourselves with some off previously. And so I have this, vi I have this video of you like constantly swiping the side of your face as you're walking. It's like a, like you had a tick, um, which is really funny. And um, you saved me, by the way, there was a bug that like flew on me and you like flicked it off and saved my life. That's true. And I, it, it was touch and go for me. Wes and I have, fatal flicking fingers so we usually just the bug doesn't last oh. after the flick i mean there are no i live in las vegas and where i'm at in las vegas there are no bugs i have a friend that lives somewhere here and she says there are mosquitoes all over her yard but that is not the case for me we don't have any bugs and so like the geckos eat all yeah we couldn't eat know. outside in dinner no, the one night there was um there was a wasp on our patio so i was out there was one wasp um <laughs> That wasn't, we found out. Yeah, was but it would see us and tell its wasp friends. And that's and what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have sat and looked at the stars. That's my regret. Oh, me but too. I, think I was shredded every night. I don't know. I was super tired. I don't know. I need to like set a reminder for myself. Wes got a telescope for his birthday and um, mom was like, hey, did Wes look at the telescope yet? And I was like, no, like we have it set up, but then we just keep forgetting at night yeah. because you got to know where there's no light pollution too. Like I, I'm, there was like, I think the telescope oh, will push we through so that. Rural. That's what our it working assumption enough. is. I know it, it would have been, been like beautiful. bright sky. I mean, we're up like close to Canada. I feel like it would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a fear of bugs. So you got to add that in there. I mean, that plays in somewhere. It's, it's weighing into the Appalachian trail <laughs> hiking decision. For sure. If I have a face net of some sort and or a bee suit, I can, we can definitely hike that. Blue We're definitely getting snake gators, by the way. Those are, yeah. those need to be ordered and we need to be wearing them going forward. What are they? That's what we should, snake gators. Do you have any of those? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Gators that go on your shins around your, it hooks around your heel, but we should be wearing snake gators when it's, 115 degrees and we're hiking, and we're hiking in, in Vegas. We could go so anywhere what I then. Did was, and I, I did not take them my last hike, but I, I bought walking sticks. We need those too. will strike what's closest to it. So if you put your walking stick, it can strike, I believe a third of its length. 
And so that's as far out as it can go. So if you put your stick out in front of you, you should be good unless it, it's like a 10 foot snake and you could be screwed. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, the next, oh, the other thing is like, just in general, our travel situations, right? So like you guys are go, go, go all the time when you travel and we're like, not right. Like we went to on our beach vacation and we literally walked from the beach to the house, came home for lunch, went back to the beach no other plans never did anything else we we actually didn't rent a car that trip we just ubered to that house from the airport and then we called the uber the day we left and for five days we just sat stayed there and walked around so i think we're different people when we travel right yeah yeah we like to have we like to get up, go do some things, maybe go back to the room and then go do some more things and then go to dinner. And like, we like to do several things as much as we can. And I know it shifted a little bit for me. Like, I think my husband, Justin really would love to try to see every single thing in that area. But for me, it's like, okay, well, I'm let's do the top, you know, our top five things we want to do here and try to get them done. But when we went to DC, um, in the spring, one or two times, Justin um, went off to go do more and he took, you know, any kid that wanted to go with him, but he wanted to go here and he wanted to go there. And so um, he wanted to get more pictures at the Capitol, whatever he wanted to do. And so he took Gabby one time, he took Dominic one time, like he wanted to do even more. And I think I'm slowing down a little bit um, on kind of like, okay, I'm not going to see everything where I think I used to really try to see everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's definitely how we travel. Like we, we kind of have a plan. We have an itinerary, we have places we want to go. Um, and I think I wasn't planning so much until COVID and like our DC trip was our first trip since, since COVID and so many places are closed or have time tickets or have different roles now. And so I think that makes me plan more. And like we were just talking about with, you know, with this trip, there were places that were, were closed or had long waits or, you know, a lot of places closed at six. And so I think that for me was like, oh, it would just be easier if we just kind of like made a plan and then we wouldn't have to stress about getting there and it being closed or something. But, um, we could have just, uh, yeah, I think improving communication and both of us being able to compromise and be flexible, yeah. more flexible, you know, just compromising and, um, like if we were to do, you, you, you were saying we do a trip where like, I planned one whole day and you planned one whole day. I think that would, I think that would be, well, cause mine would be a non-plan plan day. Um, <laughs> okay, Kelly, it's your day. What are we doing? I don't know. Let's see how we feel. This sounds good. You want to do this? This sounds good. Like, do you, have you heard the term analysis paralysis? Yeah. Do you get, do you think that happens to you analysis paralysis where like you, you over inform yourself and then don't know what to do? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, it's easy to get overwhelmed by decisions and I don't believe I have analysis paralysis. Okay. However, I like to have analysis just though. That's my thing. So I'm analysis decisionist. And, well, and I, think I, I do, I think I have trusted sources, right? Like before yellow Dolly, 
um, I've traveled all around the world and TripAdvisor has always been so amazing to me. Like we were, we found this most, um, the most amazing, amazing, like Thai fusion place in London because we just pull up TripAdvisor, share your location. And it's like, this place is amazing. And, um, so because I have those trusted places, it's like, okay, I'm going to create a little board on TripAdvisor and I'm going to look at their top places and I'm going to like go there. So I don't have to like then read a book or then go look. Well, at because I also like, but I don't want to go where the tourists go. Like, I don't want to go where the people are saying TripAdvisor because right. that means that's where everyone right. else is reading too. And then everyone else is going there too. Um, I, I think there's some places that like Oneonta, New York, when there are five restaurants, TripAdvisor doesn't hurt because that's at least one other good recommendation. Right. And we also right. know some of the towns that you, anybody travels to, most of the people, you know, it's like, do you remember we went to Hayes, um, was it you remember went for grandma's funeral, I think. And we went somewhere like to the hotel and they were like, what do you have a recommendation for a pizza place around here? And she was like, pizza hut. And we're like, Oh Jesus. So it's like that, like some people yeah. don't know good food. So it was like, don't tell me to go to pizza hut or olive garden. Right. Like if people right. say that, then I know that they don't know what it is like to have good right. local wholesome food. Right. I do feel like everywhere you go, you can get local. The cool part about where we're in New York, no chains, right? I mean, like obviously fast food places, there but were, there wasn't. No, mm -mm. no. But I think I, I would like to say that I do research where I'm going, but that's the thing. Like I would have researched it before going there, probably, right? And I would have been like, these are these are. Look, I want to go to these. I definitely want to. You would have. So that that's a great thing. Great example, right? You do this yeah. to me all the time, right? So it's right. like you would have sent to me, hey, this is like if you want to plan, if we plan, you're going to be like, hey, what do you think of this place? What do you think of this place? You just sent me all these things, like these are the places we're going to go. And if you would have done that to me, I would not have read them, and I would have been overwhelmed, and I would have felt you know, planned into a box about what we're going to be doing. And so that's where we're very different, right? Because you like yeah. to have a plan and I would be like, whoa, Nelly, like I need to show up. I need to get a feel for the place <laughs> and get a vibe and just the message. That's the Native American in you. I have to take my shoes and socks <laughs> off and I have to feel the ground where we land. And then, and when then I... I'm okay. But yeah. like, other than that, no, because <laughs> I think it's where, like I was talking to mom about it, where it's like, for whatever reason, I don't like to be, I don't like obligations. Right. Right. That's, but that's so funny because it's like, we, neither one of us do. And we see it. Does this different, like completely like, different. But it's yeah. like you you think of a plan as like being in a rush and put in a box and like and like I, I can't get out of it like freedom. I'm yeah. like, oh, I can relax all day because I kind of know what's going to happen. You're kind of like, funny, right? this is going to happen. And I, yeah, yeah. But, I'm but more like, well, I don't it, know what I'm going to feel right. at that moment. And is it going to be chocolate control. or vanilla? You I don't want to have like, it automatically yeah. be told to me. And you feel like you have control by not having a plan. And I feel like, I have control by having a plan, right? Like, yeah. so it's so, it's so funny. And I think, um, again, this was all, I think compounded because we were just you and I, nobody else, you know, for a long time. Um, and, um, they're just very, very different. So I, but, and so I think we know how each other vacations. I think we know, I know you're not a planner. I know you like more downtime than I do. Um, and so I think I was trying the first five days to just like 
know that and let go and let you do it. And then for whatever reason on day six, I went from like zero to 10 in my brain where I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I was like looking at. No, you started walking. I wanted to get out of the car. Yeah. I, (laughs) yes. And you know why? Because on that day you said, I said, what else do you want to do to make your Cooper town dreams come true? And you said, what do you want to do, Jess? And I was like, you know what? I really would love to get a pedicure. And that was the only thing at that time. That was the only thing I felt like I was like, okay, this is what I want. And so I was telling you, this is what I really want. And with the inability to make a plan, it seems like the one thing I asked for wasn't going to happen, you know? And I was like, you know what, if I want to get a pedicure, I'm going to have to just like take control of my life today and then just go find a place. Right. And so I just started walking to a pedicure place, which was going to be two miles, but it was fine. It's two miles downhill. Up and down a hill. Yeah. But like, that's when I, that's when I was like, I just got to, you know, do what I want to do kind of thing. Um, and, uh, so I don't know, I think if we would have communicated each day and maybe knowing, and I even, and just talking about it, like, what do you want to do today? You know, Jess, I really just, I don't, I just want to go with the flow today. And I could say, you know what, Kelly, it would really make me feel better if I knew that dinner was at seven or make me feel better if I knew dinner was in this town. Could you right? say, could it communicate it? But could it have been, it would make me feel better if we have a dinner reservation at seven, even if we don't use it so that we have okay, a backup plan <laughs> if things fall through. What? <laughs> if I were like, and if we don't go to the reservation. <laughs> If it doesn't happen, it's so funny that you, that you take it right. That that seems putting you in a box, right? It's just so funny the way that we think about that. Cause I uh, totally, absolutely. If something else comes up oh, for sure, don't go to the reservation, whatever, you know, but that you're like, oh my God, I have to go to this reservation. And then all day you're like, it's because I, I want to optimize my fun at any given time. <laughs> what if we're having fun somewhere at 6:45 in this reservation? It gives me a great angst. Gives yeah, me great fun. angst. Yeah. And I I think that's just something we're going to continue to work on because that's I mean that's very different, right? If it and that's the compromise and flexibility and kind of again just communicating 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 and you knowing like Kelly, of course of course, we don't have to keep the reservation if we're doing something else. Definitely. You know, yeah, and knowing that. Well, and I think I absolutely feel like this could be applied to any, any other trip you take with anybody else that's not in your family unit, because your family unit, you guys don't really know you're like, your modus operandus, right? Like, but perhaps having that discussion about expectations, like, hey, let's go to Disney World. Let me tell you how the foxes are going to run the Disney World situation. Like we only go to the, you know, the parks for four hours in the morning and then we take a nap and then we hang out by the hotel in the afternoon. Right. So you guys do what you want. That's what we're going to do. So it's and it, so, you know, the Calarcos go during magic hour and we stay there for 13 hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like. Did everybody get a churro? Did you go on every ride? Every so came true. Maybe it it's a little more freeing when you realize that with people, because I've been afraid to like take trips with people because I'm like, oh my gosh, what they might not be my speed. And so it's like getting some variables in place, renting your own car, not staying in the same house, 
making sure you have a couple activities planned together or something like that's what I would be comfortable with. Right? And I really do. Justin and I went on a, on a Europe, like a bus tour of Europe years and years ago. And there was a guy that said, I'm going to assume you're BTE. Like the bus, if the bus was leaving at whatever time it was leaving, the bus left and we left people. We left people um, because they're like, you know, meet us at the next hotel reservation. And we're assuming you're BTE. You're having a better time elsewhere. And that was really life-changing for me. And I really do. I don't hold my breath for you to have fun. I'm going to have my fun and do what I want to do. And I hope you can too. So like when you gave the example of you and Wes sitting on the bench, as long as you weren't mad about it. Right. But it was like, I knew that. And that's why I kind of wanted to separate because I knew Dominic had saved up a whole bunch of money and he had all of these stores he wanted to go to in Cooperstown. I know he wanted a bat made. I know he wanted to get a hat. I know he wanted to get baseball cards. And so it was like, I knew he wanted to do that. And I'm fine with separating as long as you're fine too. But if you were sitting on the bench fuming and being like, oh my God, they're taking forever. Like that would be sad because right. Yeah. I'm no, we weren't. Me and you do you. Yeah. And the end kind of thing. Yeah. And so I think kind of knowing that and it's like, I'm going to be here and, for, and I don't want you to be resentful and mad that I'm you know, like we've talked before we vacationed years ago and it was like, you and I knew that this vacation was going to be laying on the beach and totally relaxing. And another party thought that we're going to be more adventurous and they were really upset, but they didn't share that with anybody. And then they were upset the whole trip because we were just lying around and not being adventurous where it's just like, Hey, communicate, you know, and let me know what you want to do. And just know like, Hey, I'm going to, cause I think for the most part, when we vacation, you, you stay home or wherever and you chill and then we go do our thing. And I don't really care. Like we don't have to do everything together. And I, I don't think you think that either, as long as we kind of communicate and say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to not going to do that, but you guys go for it. You do what you want to do. We don't have to do everything together, but I, and I think yeah. we're good about that. And I think that was the difference with this trip is that we had one car. Yeah. And we're in the middle um, of nowhere. So, so it wasn't easy we, yeah, to go anywhere. Just go do you until I tried to walk two miles to get my nails done. <laughs> no big deal. Um, but anyway, so, um, but I think, uh, we did a good job. I mean, do you feel like we did a good job at the time diffusing it and communicating and moving on? Yeah. Yeah. I think we moved on. I think we, it's easy to now take a step back and look and talk through. Yeah, I definitely think we did. Cause we talked about just kind of acknowledging, you know, I remember just acknowledging, like, you know, you're in a tough spot. You're here. You don't know anybody. I know people and you've been go you had been go with the flow that whole time and you know it just kind of started to weigh on you <laughs> um anyway so but i again i think just to kind of um you know summarize you know the point of today right and what and what we're talking about is i think it's just that um it's important to recognize that all relationships take work you know, all relationships yeah. take work. It takes communication and, um, we're always going to be a work in progress. I'm going to change. You're going to change. And that it's that we're talking about it. We don't always get along. Everything's not perfect in our neck of the woods. And it's just about us being open and honest with each other and, and being able to, um, be honest with ourselves and recognize like, no, I do have some faults here. I can see where, where that came across like that. And so, um, as we grow and evolve, that will change our relationships as well. I feel like it's very freeing to know that if you have those right expectations set, you it'll reduce conflict, right? And make sure you everybody has fun because I'm all about fun. And that we're all doing, you know, 
enjoying the vacation the way that we would want to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we will still vacation together. It'll probably be another podcast episode of something else. And we'll have some other, you know, it's also a journey of learning each other, you know, and learning about ourselves along the way too. Definitely. Thanks for listening and joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Chasing Brighter or on our blog, ChasingBrighter.com. 